This is the Pep Talk. Now, here's Ernie Anastas and Patricia Stark. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. Bum, 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 bum. Billy Joel, my life. Uh, let me tell you something. This is a great song, and a lot of people can relate to it because, you know, we have the power to make choices in our life. We can decide. It's a great feeling when you do that. Sometimes it's easy just to choose. Other times you need a little help. A little help from my friends. <laughs> and there you go. And that is our topic today on Pep Talk. It's all about choices. And I'm Patricia Stark. I'm Ernie Anastas. And, you know, we make choices every single day, yeah. don't we? Big oh, yeah. ones, little ones, uh, things that we excruciate our Constant. minds over, yeah. worrying, is it the right or the wrong choice? Is it going to be a make or break choice? Sometimes it's, it's, it's easy uh, to make the choice, and other times it's difficult. I mean, even something as simple as going into a drugstore and looking for toothpaste. They <laughs> must right. have 50 choices with or without this additive or what I mean, it makes you crazy I don't know about you Patricia but what I do is I write things down if I have to make a choice yeah. and I put down the plus and the minus mm-hmm. the pros and cons yeah. yes. and look at it and say okay what makes sense here and then try to make a decision I like that and I do that as well and another thing that I will do is I do the rocking chair test where I think to myself if I'm an older person in a rocking chair someday and I look back on this, mm. what will I think of it? Will it be that important at that time or is it really, am I, am I really stressing out over it more than I should be right now? Yeah, I, I think a lot of people start to think that way when, when you're doing something that makes sense. Uh, it's, it's good. You can kind of feel that. But when there's a decision, the, the rocking chair kind of thing where you have to stop and say, how will this be in two years, five years, right. ten years from now? Does it really matter? So exactly. that's what we're talking about today. That's Making what we're decisions. talking about yeah. today. And we have a guest that's going to help us make yeah. more conscious choices as well. Because I think a lot of times we do things subconsciously sure. or on autopilot and don't even realize what's right. influencing our choices, yes. right? Yeah. So terrific. Well, our guest today is really a dear friend I have known for a very long time, Steph Zev. She is a top advisor to CEOs and everyday people, and she's known as America's life coach. Okay, it's your friend. I hope she'll be my friend as well, I'm which sure will be very nice after we talk today. Uh, she has a new book, The Choice is Yours, A Simple Approach to Live or to Live and Lead with More Joy, Ease, and Purpose. And that book is out right now. It's out today. It's coming out today. Yeah. Yes. Please welcome Steph Zev to our program. Hey, Steph. How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm so good. Thank you guys for having me, especially on my book launch day. Yeah. Oh, congrats. Yeah. Congrats. We're so Thank excited you. for you. And this is a big day. And I know that it's a, a lot has led up to this book. So let's start at the beginning. I mean, you were a television executive before becoming a certified coach. And I just would love to know, like, what started that journey for you? How did you make that transition? Yeah, I mean, talk about a major life choice, right? Yeah. Um, I do think at that point, I was, I was always, I always had a foot in the world of personal and professional development. I was always interested in, in that level of growth. And I never even knew that something called life or executive coaching existed. And there was a point in my career as a television executive where there was an opportunity, there was a big merger and there was an opportunity to leave. And I found myself really having an out of body experience and saying, I'll take the severance and go. Thank you very much. And then I had this moment where like, did I just say that out loud? So, um, you know, because that's a golden handcuff situation and it's often easy to stay in those scenarios. But I did make that very bold choice, although not fully, um, 
crystallized, to be honest with you. Not, I guess the plan wasn't fully crystallized. The choice was. And then I, I started my business, which, quite frankly, was not um, a simple or linear road. I, I, I rose and fell many, many times. Mm, that's, that happens a lot, yeah. It does, right? And, you know, there's no shame in it. And I've learned a lot about different choices I would have made (laughs) um, looking back. And I am grateful that I now get to make those choices going forward. Well, Steph, help us out a little bit, Rob, because sometimes decisions can be tough. Sometimes they're challenging, sometimes a little easy. I want to know more about how you help organizations, how you help families, individuals to make the right choices. Your, Your book is The Choice is Yours. So tell us how this works. Yeah, so I think oftentimes we're not actually making choices from a conscious place. And the way I talk about this is we all have a proverbial table, let's say, within our consciousness. And around that table sits various parts of us. So we all have happy and sad. We all have doubt and confidence. We all have love and fear. Some of us have the pleaser. Some of us have, Mm -hmm. um, you know, the perfectionist, the overachiever. Fill in the blank, right? I'm sure. sure. And, and we could be here all day, you know, naming these parts. But mm-hmm. if we just acknowledge that all of these sit around our table, the real question is what part, of, what part of us is actually sitting at the head of the table, which is the authority, and inside the word authority is author. So whatever part of us is sitting at the head of the table is actually authoring a story, is actually dictating our, our choices, is actually leading the charge. Hmm. And so when we're not conscious of what part of us is actually, you know, running our show, then our choices get mired in this unconscious way of showing up. So, yeah. um, you know, and, and so for a lot of my clients, especially, you know, in this world where we're on 24 seven, people are on autopilot, they're not taking bio breaks, they're just like in go mode. And so what part of that is is really in charge and, and where, you know, and the impact of our choices from that depleted place is hmm. is exponential. So how so do we, we decide to, to shift that? How yeah. do we decide who's going to be at the head of the table, Steph? I know because you talk about things like triggers and, uh, and emotions. There's so many things that, you know, influence us in that moment. So how do we get the right part of us yeah. at the head of that table mm-hmm. when we need to make a choice? Yeah. So the first step is to observe without judgment what part is sitting at the head of the table. And that is really simply to when we become a witness, a neutral witness to ourselves, then we're creating a bit of spaciousness so that when we name it, we can tame it and ultimately reframe it or change it. But it doesn't happen automatically. And this is a practice that I'm offering and inviting people to choose. And so that first step to just observe is to just notice to just stop the hijacking when we're, when, because so often we're just not even aware of the energy that we're bringing into a room. Okay. But I can tell you that you know the energy that is in a room when you walk into it, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, let, let me ask you something, Steph. If someone's listening to us now and they're saying, okay, I need to make decisions, give me some clear cut ideas as to what I do? Do I sit down? Do I ask myself some questions? Do I write it down on a piece of paper? Do I talk to somebody about it? If they really want to have some practical way of dealing with it, how do they do it? Yeah, I think you guys both gave excellent um, feedback in the beginning. Your questions, the rocking chair test, I love it. I think those are great, practical, awesome ways of of making choices. 
I and I think that there's there's many ways. I think the pros and cons list is great. I think to sit down and really do the rocking chair test is great. I I I think that the the truth for me is that where I wanted to really support people was getting clear, helping them get clear about the energy that it is that they're making the choice from. Like who, what part of them is making the choice? We could sit down. If I'm, if I'm in a state of panic and fear and stress and I sit down and do that pros and cons list, that's not going to be a full representation of like the highest and best of me. Mm-hmm. Right. So before we even sit down to make those choices, I really believe that the, that the, the, the meat and the bones and, you know, is, is really on, on what part of us is sitting in that, you know, in that head chair yeah. and what authority are we leading with? And then from there, I think, honestly, once we are connected to that higher part of us, to that healthy adult within us, let's say, our choices become more palatable and they become more clear. Well, how do we give ourselves that permission? You know, the name of your book is The Choice is Yours. But there's a lot of times that we walk around feeling like the choice isn't ours. You know, there's a lot of shoulda, woulda, coulda, I have to, I need to. Like, at what point do we really understand that the choice really is ours to make? Yeah, that's a really important point. The, you know, when I talk about personal responsibility, I talk about it as the ability to respond versus react. And I think that, yes, there are many things in this world where we, it seems as if we do not have choice. The place where we always have choice is how we respond to the situation. And in the book, I give the most extraordinary example of that, which is Viktor Frankl, who was in concentration oh, camps. Yes. I've read his book and, recently. You know, Wonderful. It's a brilliant, brilliant yes. book. Man's Search for Meaning. Sure. Yes, from a brilliant mind. And the essence of that is, Everyone can take, you know, people, the, the one thing they can't take from us is our, is our freedom, and which is our choice yes. within. And so in that scenario, even just choosing hope, even just choosing to focus on the future, even just choosing to stay in a space of positivity and possibility was, was still a choice, even though he was behind bars and didn't know what his fate would be. Steph, uh, an Amazing story, without a doubt. Um, Let me just kind of bring it over to the practical side of what people are listening to and saying, okay, I want to make some decisions about my life. I feel like I'd like to have a mate. I'd like to settle down, have a home, uh, have a family. I'm looking for a better job. I'm not sure if I want to live in this city or this part of the country. Some of these decisions that are important and real practical application. What advice do you have to a person like that to say, this is what you should do. Here's A, B, C, and D. What do you do? Well, first of all, I never use the word should. Okay. <laughs> because I feel like that's a, you know, I don't, I really don't use the word should or have to. I don't believe in those words. I think there is, I get, I think there's a choose to and a get to. And I think that even changing our language changes our experience and it changes our life. So that's the first thing. Um, I think the practicality of choices really is I don't know that it's more difficult than, you know, or, or any more simple in some ways than what both of you have already expressed in the practicality of it. One thing I would say is if you know that you want to be in a new job or you know you want to call in a relationship, mm-hmm. I do think it's important to take inventory of what is here now from the literal what is here now to also the beliefs of that, that you may have about relationship or you may have about the job. Because if we're not really clear about the current iteration of the thing, then we can repeat a pattern that may not be serving us. 
So in the book, in my chapter two, I talk about your, I say, your story sucks, change it. And when I say your story sucks, what I mean is your story can suck the energy from you. It can suck the, the, you know, the joy, time. And so the question is, you know, if, if you do want to change your job, I think it's important to write down all the things about that job that you don't like and then declare what it is that you do like and what you really want. And from there, make a new choice about these, about, you know, from this new list, from this level 10 story, if you will, like, what would it be like to be in a new job? What would it feel like? And then, then when you're also putting that into uh, your mind, right, you're getting more clarity about what that higher version of this current situation looks and feels like, then you can start to make some choices from that frequency. If you so will. what I'm hearing is you really want to get very clear and very specific. So if you want to get a new job, get a new mate, get a new house, really think about what your current situation is, what you like and what you don't like. And then what does that new job look like? What does that house or that new mate, what are those things that you're looking for? Because it's kind of like that old song, you know, you can't get what you know, you, you got to know what you're looking for. You mm. can't get it unless you know what it is, right? Yeah, you have to feel it. Right. Yeah. You have to feel what it's going to be like doing this or that. Okay, it's an emotional thing. It really is. It, it comes is. comes down to how you feel about things. Yes. Very helpful, Steph. We really appreciate this. It's yeah. Great. So, Steph, um, when you wrote this book, how did you decide like what you were going to, to put in it? Because I'm sure there's so many things that we can talk about when it comes to uh, choices. But would you say that this is a is a, a blueprint, a how to? Do people have to read it from front to back, or can they kind of jump around based on what they need help with at the time? I, I do think a front-to-back read would be beneficial because the tools build upon themselves. But the thing about this book is I, I set out to do something practical. I know some of these concepts may sound a little, um, they, they might not be so tangible, but in the book I try to make them as tangible and practical mm. and usable as, as, as humanly possible. I, I think that, you know, I'm trying to deal, what, what I'm trying to support the reader to do is to really just take another layer and level of agency over their choices so that they can have real impact with, with the results that they're creating. I, I even tell a story, I'll, I'll out myself. There was a moment where I was saying, all I, you know, all I wanted was a successful business and to, and to be in a relationship, but my business was failing and I, had, and I was single. And when I did some of these deeper dives to really get to the core of what was present for me and where my, and what, what were, what was really driving my choices, like why didn't I have what I say that I wanted and for the relationship one, I actually really got some clarity that I actually enjoyed my freedom and I wasn't in the headspace or the, and I didn't really have the desire to be in partnership. So I was, I was saying I wanted this. I was, I was thinking I was choosing it, but to be honest, um, freedom was sitting at the head of the table. Mm, there you go. And you made, you right? made the right choices. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, so, uh, yeah. we're wishing you tremendous good luck. Steph Zev, uh, a great book, The Choice is Yours, Simple Approach to Live and Lead with More Joy, Ease, and Purpose. Wonderful having you here. Terrific. Yeah, on, on sale today. Go yeah. out and get it, find it. And Steph, are you also doing an audio version? There is an audio version available on Audible on Amazon right now. Excellent. And yes, you can hear me talk right to you with this voice. Great. <laughs> Great. Thanks, well, thank you so much for joining us on Pep Talk, and I think it definitely peps people up to know yeah. that we do have a choice, and the choice is ours. So thank you so much for Amen. joining us today. Thank you both. I really Good appreciate stuff. it. 
Take care. All right. You know, I think it basically comes down to what she's talking about is to go inside yourself. Yes. And find out what you really want. Yeah. Ask yourself the hard questions. Right. You know, and decide this is something that I really want to do. Yeah. And have a feeling for it. I'm, I'm big on feelings. I, I really go with the gut many times. Yeah. I really like the idea of the gut feeling. Yeah. Because sometimes that gets to the core of things. Yeah. Uh, rather than all of the noise and other outside input. Exactly. Really go yeah. inside. And then the other thing that you've heard me talk about before is once you decide what you want to do, you plan your work. I, I'm a big supporter of putting it down on paper. Yes. Plan your work and then work, work your, your plan. plan. I love that saying. Right? Because if you yes. just leave it alone, it doesn't go anywhere. You have That's to, right. Every day you have to say, am I doing this? Am I doing that? Am I getting closer to this? It's going to happen. You're right. It's going to happen. You yeah. have to have that intention and you yeah. have to think it through. Yep. Definitely. Okay. Well, we hope we're going to help you out all the time on Pep Talk and uh, we enjoy it. And I think uh, Steph was a great guest. She was. And yeah. thank you so much for joining us and have a great day because the choice is yours. The choice is yours. I hope you choose us. Thanks, everybody. Take, Take care. care. Everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.